It's the real hip hop. Hip hop. The real hip hop. Peace. This is Sharon Shabazz, and you're listening to the RealHipHop.com podcast. On this episode, I talk to one of the best young MCs in hip-hop, Hype. Hype released one of the best projects of 2022 with his debut full-length album, Talk To Me Nice. Talk To Me Nice is a well-rounded release that combines elite-level lyricism with soulful samples. In this episode, I talk to Hype about why he became more business-minded, never giving up on his dreams, and his new album, Talk To Me Nice. How does it feel to finally drop your debut full-length album? Oh, man. Uh, it It feels great, honestly. Um, like, it's been a long time coming, you know, and... It's something that, you know, I've been looking forward to for, for a while. I've been working on it for at least three years now um, in totality. So, you know, getting the opportunity to be able to finally release it and for people to hear it, um, it just feels great. You know, it just feels great to be able to get that off. And what's the reception been like? Uh, so far, the reception has been all positive, man, really. Um, you know, people, people are telling me they like the album top to bottom, um, you know, just saying that, you know, they feel like it's going to be one of those albums that, you know, might be called a classic later. So, you know, that's, that's one of those things that is like, you know, to be able to hear that makes me very proud of, of my work. So, um, yeah, the reception so far has been great. Um, and I couldn't ask for anything better, honestly. Now, why'd you title the album? Talk to me nice. So when I was coming up with the concept of this album back in 2019, um, I originally had two different names for it that um, I could go with. So Talk To Me Nice was one of them. And the other one was From Beginning to End and To New Beginnings. So that second one, that ended up becoming my EP. And so essentially the reason I had those two titles um, was because those they kind of indicated the two directions that the album could go in. So depending on kind of like what direction I wanted to go in as far as subject matter and the content of the album, you know, it was going to be either one of those two names. So when I ended up splitting the album into the, you know, doing the EP and then doing the album later, you know, I used that one of the names for the EP and then I used Talk To Me Nice for the album. So Talk To Me Nice is kind of just, um, it just kind of encompasses sort of like my growth as an artist and my growth and confidence um and my growth in in my artistry my growth in you know just kind of discovering myself knowing who I am and just kind of letting the world know that you know that I'm here um you know and I'm I'm ready to go so you know that's wanted to come in on a strong footing you know so yeah that's that's kind of how you know I ended up with that name and and a little bit of what it, it encompasses On the song Childhood Dreams, you speak about how so many of us give up on our dreams. What has kept you believing and on the path to achieve your dreams? Yeah. 
Smoking moon rock while I'm bumping two bucks. Smoking my dreams away as I continue to age. Parents tell me don't get distracted. Focus on getting paid. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish that I could dream again. These days ain't no time for dreams. These days only focus on the bigger things. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Back in the days when I used to dream, but I don't dream anymore. They say that everything that glittering gold Nothing's really what it seems Time seems evergreen until you get old Until you get told You gotta sacrifice nine hours of your life Every day just to make a way, huh? Just to better make it by Cause we all trying to survive While you making a living inside You just wither and die All that depression and anxiety Society convinced us we can't live until retirement Or just enjoy the finer things Unless you stack a lot of them digits Finding out the true killer of joy is capitalism Or was that too deep? Just let me know I ain't a shallow type all these potent flows, I write how I expose my life My broken soul's a prototype for yeah. niggas who had dreams And still haven't achieved them still. Don't let ways of the world be what stops you from still believing Not if you're grieving the flame that's inside you let die And watch it. the world take your soul, I can see it inside your eyes Like a racing in the sun, you just get your fur when you got bills to pay You gotta raise the sun, just hoping he's safe enough So cops don't rush a racing gun when it's living, it's just begun They love treating us like we dumb, kill ambition right from you young uh. When I was young, I'm not a kid anymore But some days I sit and wish that I could dream again But these days ain't no time for dreams these days I'm focus on the big things Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore Uh, that's a good question Um, I kind of say I'm a little stubborn, man Like, you know, when, when I have a goal and I, and I have something that I'm really passionate about I, I want to be able to see it to its fullest extent you know what i'm saying i want to be able to see it all the way to the end of the road you know however far they might that might be so it's like you know i might not make it all the way to being a big rap you know a big rap artist but whatever the end of the road is for me as an artist i want to be able to get all the way there so it's a little bit of like like that stubbornness and just a little bit of that um the fact that i just feel like people deserve to have the the freedom to be able to explore their passions and their talents to the fullest extent of it all you know what i'm saying like i think that we we live in a world that is so focused on you gotta have a career you gotta you gotta work this job or you know nowadays it's like everybody is on this um this uh everybody gotta be an entrepreneur type of thing and it's like maybe that's not what everybody want to do you know and i think that you know as as human beings and as 
it's people who've developed a certain type of um, consciousness and a certain type of, you know, we have a certain type of emotional development, you know, and just with the work, the way that the world is, I think that a lot of people, you know, with some of the issues that they're dealing with in their personal lives, like, you know, people who are depressed, people who have a lot of anxiety, people who, you know, um, you know, people who are just like angry all the time. It's like, there's just something that within yourself that you just might not have fulfilled to its end. So, you know, you don't, you might not feel fulfilled in life, you know, working the job that you're working. So it's like, you know, I think early on, I kind of, um, I kind of started getting, catching waves of that where I would find myself being really frustrated with life. Um, you know, um, just kind of being in like depressive moods. And I just kind of realized like, I just, there was just so much to life that, I felt like I, that wasn't being fulfilled for me. Um, that really made me decide that, you know, whatever it is that I'm passionate about, whatever it is that, you know, I love to do, I want to see that to its fullest extent. And so childhood dreams, that's what, you know, that's kind of really what that was about. And um, really capturing that sentiment and just speaking to people who, you know, might feel that way and might feel like they don't have the the option to be able to do that. Um, it's like, you know, I just, I just wish we, we lived in a world where people were able, able to, to, you know, kind of just grow, you know, grow as much as they, they can grow, um, in their talents and in their passions. Definitely. You have a song on the album called Ain't No Love, um, where you speak about the racist system in America. You say, forgive Mm -hmm. if I'm not convinced that this world ain't structured against me. Um, please explain what world is structured against you and exactly how and why you believe it's against you. Yeah, scream the revolution won't be televised. But yet somehow our struggle is commercialized We live with an anger that's hard to verbalize They give you guns and drugs Then watch the raid of the murders rise That's how they try to convince you Black folks are feeling this But every time I turn on the news Police is killing us Doctors kill our women The system corrupt the children Then send them all off to prison While sitting back making millions They say that it's a new day to slavery By a new name And if it ain't a cell Then dead's gonna be in new chains I stay focused on two things My paper and my freedom and not so long ago without papers, black folks was lit So forgive if I'm not convinced that this world ain't structured against me But those who look like me, we saw what they did to Haiti Politics is a game and we ain't winning it yet People losing their lives while Congress arguing stimulus checks Come on. Ain't no love in the heart of the wicked Till the Lord come calling, I be screaming, fuck the system These crooked politicians, every day they getting richer People struggling, trying to get it, family still getting evicted Ain't no love in the heart of the so um so ain't no love is definitely one of the songs that um like you said i was you know speaking on those issues and so when it comes to the world being being structured against me um you know i say me in the sense of not just me personally but me as in the community that i belong to um you know which is the black community where wherever we may find ourselves in the world and you know just when when you look at history, you look at what's going on now and you look at the way that the not just the system in America, but the global system, 
is is designed. It's a system that has been created to favor people of European descent, you know, descent or people um, who are more white, people who are lighter, you know, in complexion, people who are more, you know, who speak, you know, English or who speak more, you know, European languages, people who are more adapted to the Western world, you know, that's who this, this system favors. And so if you don't fall in line with that, you're going to find that there's a lot of obstacles in in your way when you're going through life. And so, you know, that's kind of, you know, what I meant when I said that the world is, is structured against me. Um, and, and just in the, and even after that, after that line, I said, um, you know, I mentioned, you know, we saw what they did to Haiti, you know, so if anybody knows the history about Haiti, Haiti was the first successful um, slave rebellion to happen in the Western world. And they successfully were able to build the, you know, create the first black nation from that in the Western, you know, in the Western world. But we saw, you know, after they did that, we saw how they were essentially set up for failure, you know, with all the different mechanisms that France put in place to keep them destabilized, to keep them poor, to keep them, you know, keep them in the trenches, essentially, you know, kind of as, you know, as payback as, all right, if if y'all are going to revolt, then we're going to make sure that you never develop into a successful nation. And so over time, we've seen how that's led to Haiti being impoverished. Um, even after they had the crisis with the earthquake um, some years ago, you know, we just we see how they're still having to deal with um, the, the, the drawbacks from that as well. And, and the world just really not caring and just really taking advantage of that. So um, so it's like it, it, it's very layered in the way that, you know, the system is set up to be against you. And when you go through life, you know, as myself as a as a young black man, you know, going through life, um, trying to achieve different things in life. I've always kind of been labeled as an overachiever. Um, but also at a certain point, I always felt like I also had to work too hard to get some of the things that I wanted to get. Like I felt like it, sh- it shouldn't have been that hard for me to get to where I wanted to go. So, you know, you, it's just kind of at a certain point, I just kind of started seeing, you know, the layers of, of, you know, obstacles that were set up against me because, uh, because I am a black man, um, you know, in America, because I am a black man in, in the Western world, you know, just seeing how the world operates to see to it that, you know, you don't become as successful as you can be. So really, you know, that, that part of the song kind of touched on that. And then, you know, the, the song in its entirety touched on some other things, you know, more recent stuff that, you know, that was going on that affects us as well. But, you know, definitely like, you know, when I was saying that, I was kind of speaking to that element um, of the system being set up against us. On the introduction, you speak on issues you had with your former label. Um, yeah. What was the biggest lesson you learned coming out of that situation? Um, the biggest lesson I learned coming out of that situation is that um, for an artist, you really you really have to be able to decide what your priorities are. Um, so for me, coming out of that situation, I've I, I really decided that my priorities, my biggest priorities, are having the freedom to be able to move how I want to move, and um, that's number one. And my second most important freedom is for people to follow through on their word. 
And so those were two of the things that I felt like I didn't have in that situation. I didn't have a lot of the freedom that I that I thought I was going to have that, you know, that they told me I was going to have. And two, they didn't follow through on their word and do things they said the way that, that they said they were going to do things. And so um, I just kind of realized that that was not just the kind of situation that I wanted to be in for the rest of my career. And, you know, so, you know, I had I had to walk away from it. And so it was it's one of those things where now, you know, when people ask me about it or what, when other artists ask me about it, you know, I really tell them, like, you know, just really weigh, you know, what it is that you have to gain from it against what it is that you might lose. Because um, now in, in today's world, it's it's a little bit easier for an artist to be successful without a label. So, you know, and, and in realizing that in the midst of it, I realized that I was really the whole time I was pulling my own weight um, for most of the time. And, you know, they weren't really doing what they said they was going to do. They weren't really backing me. I was, you know, just kind of really putting in all the hard work. And, and it got to some point where I realized, like, you know, I'm doing everything, but I still, you know, I've kind of signed my, my freedom away in this contract. And, you know, they're not taking care of what they, they said they was going to take care of. Um, and it just wasn't a, a beneficial situation to me. So those are definitely, like, the two biggest things I learned. Um, is that, you know, I, I really value my freedom and I really value people standing on their word. And when they don't do that, especially when there's a contract involved, that can be very detrimental to um, what it is you're trying to do. I remember um, you tweeting about some sample issues. Um, yeah. How were you able to get around those and like what became of the songs that... Um, had the sampling issues. Um, so the way, the main way that I, I was able to get around them was uh, just completely remaking those songs. So essentially what happened was, you know, in the process of, of creating the album, you know, we're still doing a lot of learning on the, the business aspect of it. So um, so I told, you know, my producer, uh, Soul Chemist, as we are working on it, I told him like, you know, there's a lot of opportunities that might come our way you know, later on where we might be able to license these songs to like TV or put them in like a, a Madden or an NBA 2K or something. And, you know, you want to be able to have those samples cleared to be able to be able to uh, maximize those the potential of that that music. So. Um, so at first, what, what happened was, you know, I've reached out to a, a company that helps people clear samples. Um, essentially, what they do is they're like the middleman. They they reach out to the major labels for you or whatever label owns the sample. You know, they reach out to them and ask them for a price for the clearance of the sample. And, you know, they get you the contract and everything. So um, in the process of doing that, the the cost, the cost of clearing those samples was just way too over our heads. It was, it was super expensive. Um, you know, it was a lot of um, like Sony and UMG, like they owned a lot of those samples. So we weren't out, the price they were asking for it, you know, we just couldn't afford at the time. So um, what we ended up doing was we went on this website called Tracklib, um, which is a, a super amazing website. Um, you know, they got samples on their real records that you can sample and the clearances are, are very affordable for an independent artist. And so essentially what we did was we went on there and we used samples from that website to remake all the you know, remake the beats for the songs that we, we wanted on the album. And then, you know, some of the songs that didn't make it on the album, 
um, you know, just didn't make it. So, you know, there's a few songs that didn't make it on the album, um, you know, not necessarily because of clearance issues, because like I said, we could we could have always redid the beats and stuff like that. Um, so anything that didn't make it on the album was just something that, I, you know, I felt like didn't fit up overall cohesiveness of the project so um so the songs that we did went on there you know we definitely went back and and remade a lot of those beats um and so and and most of them if not all of them came out even better than than the first ones the first versions so um so it was definitely like a a learning process um as far as the business aspect of it but also just kind of um a learning we learned a lot as far as like the production of, of the album and putting together an album and, and creating a, a really cohesive sound and, and things like that. Okay. Now you have a song on the album called Let It Breathe with Elzai, where you talk yes, about not stressing about life's issues. Is this a mentality that you've always had or is it something that you developed over time? Yeah. Cause I heard loose lips and goose ships Try to stay afloat as I coast away while the moon drips Cross the skyline in the nighttime While I write rhymes and hold the EQs Make my IQ shine like Einstein's I walk a fine line between being a poet and prophet Your life don't define mine Here's a preview of my synopsis Let's get the stalk of the nonics I always gotta stay polished It's not to state the obvious These words will make me a prophet I'm just nice and low-key monster Feel like the lockness How you think that I could block And with legends just trust the process Just remember Failure doesn't mean the absence of progress So keep that on your conscience Through life while working your options At times I really felt I won't fulfill my purpose Doubting yourself Return your best bars in the B-side verses As I rehearse behind these curtains I can feel I'm nervous Cause life is all in that The script don't reach beyond surface uh, Let it breathe, my nigga, just let it breathe Gotta roll with the punches in life Just let it be Don't stress about what you can't change That's a waste of your energy No better time than the present To make some new memories let it breathe, my nigga, just let it breathe. Gotta roll with the punches in life. Just let it be. Don't stress about what you can't change. That's a waste of your Um, this is something that I, I developed over time. Uh, because like I said, coming up, I, I had always been kind of like an overachiever, right? And and I always felt like I always had to go above and beyond. And a lot of times when things wouldn't pan out the way I thought they would pan out, I would, I would be in a lot of stress. You know, I would feel like, oh man, like I'm, um, everything's falling apart. Like I'm failing, like, you know, I don't, I don't know how this is going to work, but I think eventually at some point something kind of clicked for me, um, where I realized that, you know, everything isn't going to work out the way that you plan for it to work out, but you gotta, one, you gotta learn to be flexible and adjustable you know, with, with the things that, that can come your way in life. Um, but also too, you can't put too much weight on one situation, you know, cause a lot of times I feel like people focus so much on what goes bad that we forget how much has gone right up to that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, up to this point, everything is, everything was going well. So I can't let this one bump in the road make me feel like everything is about to end. 
Um, so, you know, that's kind of what Let It Breathe was about, just kind of like just letting situations in life breathe. Like, And I realized like sometimes when, when things things are getting a little shaky and I'll panic a little bit, like after I, I stop panicking, like everything becomes a little clearer and, and now I know what direction to go in. So it's like, like when you're panicking, you're, all you're doing is you, you're confusing your own brain. Like you're not giving your mind space to think. So sometimes all you got to do is, is just like sit back a little bit, you know, um, look at the situation from, from a little distance and take it all in and then figure out how to move, you know. So that's kind of like a mentality that I definitely had to develop over time. And just kind of, it just helps me really cope with, you know, the the, uncer- the uncertainty in life. Um, you know, it's like you, I can't predict the future. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to have all the answers for wh- whatever's coming next. So I'm going to just, you know, just let it breathe, do the best that I can, and, and you know, let, let the chips fall where they may. All right. Okay. Last question, man. What do you hope to achieve with Talk To Me Nice? Um, what I hope to achieve, man, I had a lot, I had a lot of goals in mind, uh, with this album. And like I said, you know, certain things didn't pan out the way they were supposed to pan out, but I still want this album, you know, over time, even if it doesn't, you know, blow up overnight, but over time I want people to, when they come across this album to really sit with it and to really, you know, listen to, to just, you know, cause I feel like it's a, a masterpiece of an album. Um, you know, like even on the last song, the debut, you know, I started off saying this is my only built for Cuban links, my reasonable doubt, my Illmatic, you know, so it's like I'm, I'm naming all these classics because I'm, I'm telling you this is how much work and this is how much of my life I'm really putting in, into this album for it to be my debut album, you know, and, and for it to have that stamp, you know, that that people can say like he, he started off strong and, you know, hopefully over the years I'll be consistent and only get better um you know so that's the first thing that i hope to achieve with it you know hope that people you know look at it in that regard um but this the second thing that i hope to achieve with it is just to really get my name out there and you know for people to really know like like you know hype is is an artist like hype is he's a he's a real hip-hop artist he's a real student of the game you know um and, and i want my love for hip-hop to show through this album you know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, today a lot of people look at younger artists as, you know, they, they think we don't appreciate the culture as much, um, you know, because of, you know, it's kind of become it's kind of become a little easier for people to break into the, the industry and, you know, to monetize it and to make, you know, make a quick buck off of it and not really put in the effort. So there's a lot of people who, who take it, take this this culture and this art. You know, they take it to heart and they, and they feel like we don't give it the same respect. So me coming in and put, putting this album out as a 23 year old, like I'm showing you like now, like like there's some of us out here that still really got the respect for the game. And, and I want to show you that. You know what I'm saying? So like I want people to listen to that and, and be like, and hear it and it's like, oh, he's he 23. Like, that's crazy. You know, so, um, you know, I just I just want to remind people that. You know, although hip hop is not, as they say, quote unquote, like a, a young man's game anymore, but there's still young cats out here that respect the culture and that have love for the culture. And we want to carry the torch, um, you know, for, for the culture. So um, that was definitely that's definitely the, the, the second goal that I had with this album 
was to do that. And and then third, um, I really just wanted to showcase some other people around me that I feel are really talented. So everybody from the producers to um, the other features, they might not be as known as Elzai, but they're all very talented. They're all very dope. Um, so I just wanted to give everybody a chance to shine as well because there's like so many talented people around me that I feel like deserve that limelight as well. So also using the album um, and, and all my future albums to be able to showcase that, you know, and to, to really like, you know, put people on as they say. All right. All right. Thank you for joining the real hip hop.com podcast. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate your time, man. It's always a good, good time when I have an interview with you. I appreciate that, man. No doubt. All right. No doubt. Thank you. Peace. Peace. The real hip hop MCing and DJing from your own mind, you know. I just right now we should start the show.